Welcome to the Open House Podcast. Conversations exploring life, faith and hope with Stephen O'Doherty. Blue whales are amongst the loudest animals in the ocean and uh, their songs are changing. I spoke to Dr. Emmanuel Leroy, who's done some research into that. Thank you for interviewing me. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not really used to this kind of thing. Yeah, how long <laughs> have you been in Australia? Uh, I've been in Australia since uh, last August, so for four months now. Now, did you come here because we have the best blue whales in the world? Yeah, I think I came here because I got the opportunity to continue working on blue whale acoustics. I did my first internship on Antarctic blue whales and... Uh, the researcher gave me her passion, so I continued it, and mm. I got the chance to do a PhD on it, and then now a postdoc again on this subject. Now, when we speak about whale song, do we know why they sing? So we do know that only the males uh, sing uh, are singing. So uh, we think that it's something related to. Uh, sexual behavior, finding a mate and all these things. And we also know that this uh, cause a long distance communication because blue whales are solitary. So to keep in touch among specific, they need to, um, to um, sing over very large distances. Mm. The sound of uh, blue whales travel over maybe several hundreds of kilometers. Wow. So... Uh, Again, yeah, it's really long-distance calls because, yeah, the blue whale has to communicate mm. over large distances to keep in touch among them. Now, what sort of gear do you use to record, listen to the blue whales? So we have uh, six uh, hydrophones spread into the Indian Ocean, and they are deployed since 2010, and they are recorded um, continuously since 2010, and we uh, recover them each year to put new battery and uh, recover the data. And then we put them in the water again and they stay here. <laughs> so one of the things you've been looking at then is the change that's taking place in the pitch of these whales' songs yes. over time. What's happening? So um, two different things are happening. Um, first, there is a long-term decrease of the blue whale song, the blue whale uh, cold pitch. Uh, that has been observed uh, previously for many blue whale population worldwide. And so we had uh, more observation in the Southern Indian Ocean. And we so observed that for the Antarctic blue whale and three population of pygmy blue whales. So we described it for the first time for the Madagascar pygmy blue whale. And we also shown it for the Southern fin whale, so another baleen whale species. Hmm. So it was quite new. And uh, the other thing that happened is over the short term. So uh, the blue whale frequency or the, the blue whale called pitch uh, varies seasonally. So in the spring, uh, from spring to uh, austral summer, the cold pitch increases a bit and then decreases until the next uh, uh, austral spring. Over time, the the pitch, that is the, uh, the the note, the frequency of the sound is decreasing, and yes. also the frequency of the sound is changing from season to season, cold versus yes. hot. Wow. <laughs> well, look, musicians are well familiar with the idea that in a more humid, hotter air, your wind instrument will be sharper, the pitch will go up a little bit, uh, and vice versa for cold air. 
Is that what we're seeing? Is it is it to do with the warmth of the medium through which the sound is being transmitted, in this case, water? Um, we think that in, it's more related to how loud the, the whale thing. So uh, the hypothesis is that if the whale change the call volume, mm-hmm. it will slightly change the call pitch. But like it's not non-voluntary from them. So if they are singing louder, that will slightly increase the call pitch. <laughs> and if they sing less loud, that will slightly <laughs> decrease the call pitch. So the, the change in, in pitch is really low. It's 0.10 hertz or 0.2 hertz. So it's really small. Well, and a hertz is a cycle per second. So just to give you an idea, whales are singing, what, in the vicinity of 20, 25 cycles per second. Is that right? Uh, yes, it's 18 to uh, 28 hertz. So, yes. Mm. Hmm, do the math. That's about four octaves below middle C. So right at the bottom end of the capacity of human hearing and off the bottom of the piano. Yes, that's true. <laughs> well... I, I just can't help this parallel, I suppose, because music is part of my world, a really important part of my world. Do you know, quite often when trumpeters play louder, unless they're very good trumpeters, their pitch goes up as well. Um, it's just something to do with the physics of, of, of playing, you know. So you're saying that when the whales sing louder, you think their pitch goes, what, up or down? Up, yeah. Up? Yeah, it's loud, yeah. Well, there we are. We can now relate trumpeters to whales but i can't wait to tell my my friends that um why would they be singing louder so so there, there would be so because the frequency is decreasing so we think they're singing less loud over the uh, over the years so one of the possible hypotheses for this long-term trend is either related to an increasing uh, population density following uh, the uh, whaling ban so population, uh, blue whale population are recovering. And uh, because the blue whale cause is long-term communication, if the, the density population is increasing, the cones specific are closer, so the whale can decrease their call volume to keep in touch among them. And that's an interesting way to get to the idea that the number of whales are increasing, which has got to be good news, isn't it? Yeah, it could be a good news. So it's one of the hypotheses that could fit with the because this long-term decrease is observed worldwide. So this hypothesis will, will fit with this worldwide phenomenon. The other possibility is a change in the environmental condition. And as you said, uh, the propagation of the, of the sound is driven by this uh, environmental condition. So a good a candidate for that is the acidification of the ocean. So in more acidic water, the low-frequency sound are less uh, absorbed. So the song will travel further because the okay. So you so it's also climate change linked. Is that what you're saying? That's possible. That's an hypothesis. Another hypothesis. Yeah, wow. Be, yeah. How so the climate change is worldwide. So it will also would also fit with the worldwide nature of the phenomenon. Okay. So you got some data. You know, number of hypotheses. How do you, as a scientist, then go about um, disproving those hypotheses that are that are not a good fit? That's really hard because um, to prove that, so we think that it's related to the low, the call volume and it's hard to know uh, this call intensity. It's hard to measure. You'd have to get up close um, to measure the intensity yes. of the volume. Yes. Well, that would be we fun. Have to, or at least <laughs> we have to, to, yeah, but it's hard because whales are really rare and it's hard to 
I push them and measure or put some instrument on, on them to measure their sound. I was thinking <laughs> so about a, a whale carrying around a little microphone. It's just, just yes, fantastic. Sometimes that with their what we call they tag them, so they are attached like a small uh, instrument on their back, and then can record their sound. But it's it's really hard to do, especially because I'm working on Antarctic blue whales, and so you have to go on the feeding area in Antarctic, and the weather is extreme, and it's really expensive, and it's really hard. That's why we use passive acoustic monitoring to study them. Yes. Well, what about the variation from season to season? So, uh, again, we think that it's related to a variation in the noise, in the call volume. And we observe that in the, uh, in the low frequency band, so the, the frequency around the Antarctic blue whale coast, the noise is also varying seasonally. So the noise increasing, is increasing from spring to uh, summer and then decrease. And we know why this noise is varying seasonally. It's because of the ice. So in oh. summer, there are more icebergs and icebergs crack like the same than when you put an ice cube in the in yeah. your drink. Yeah. So you can hear it cracking. Yeah. So icebergs are cracking and that's really loud. And this sound will propagate again over really long distances over the oceanic basin scale. So the what the whales have to raise their voice to be heard. Yes. Ah, that's, that, yeah. that makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't. This this is a variation was already known, but there wasn't any. All the hypotheses were ruled out, though, so that remained mysterious, and we might have found the reason. So adaptation to the noise level, which is due to ice. Wow. Well, look, some really interesting findings and some great hypotheses there. And thank you for doing this work. Thank you for looking after our whales. Yeah, thank you. Dr. Emmanuel Leroy from University of New South Wales. Discover more Open House podcasts at openhousecommunity.com.au.